Hello, everyone. We are back with the other episode of the Young Flesh Podcast, and this week we're gonna talk about self honesty and self acceptance. I guess there are、um, areas that I have thought about, I have、uh, written about, including this week's blog post is actually about self honesty, I believe.、Uh, pretty sure that that's the one that's supposed to come out this week.、Uh, yeah, but. It's a very important topic that I think a lot of people don't really focus on, and、uh, if one were to focus on it, I think there could be major improvements in various aspects of their lives, and、um, that's why we're going to talk about it. So, any initial thoughts from either of you on this topic? Anything that really stands out? You just want to, you know, man. Um. Hmm. It's not so much personal acceptance, but、um, no, I think personal acceptance is very important. One thing that I feel has been also equally important, and I feel is kind of very related to that, is、um, kind of just your acceptance of the circumstances, kind of like.、Uh, Some、mm-hmm. Buddhist shit, you know, Taoist shit. Just being okay with it, letting go of attachment, and just accepting, accepting,、mm-hmm. acceptance in general. You know, I feel like that's really super important, and I feel like that just really extends to every aspect of life, including personal. Yeah,、acceptance. that's definitely one thing I've talked about quite, quite, quite a bit, and I just kind of understanding the situation that you're in and accepting it for what it is, and、uh, just kind of. Think within the context of that, and、um, feel like that、mm-hmm. for a lot of people really makes life a lot easier and also a lot better because they're not so stressed with all, all, all the stuff that are literally impossible or stuff that are just out of their control or just other things that are just extremely unlikely and、uh, really just make their life worse and add no value at all. And also, it makes a lot of the I guess worries and all the problems that one one might have、uh, go away just because well, they stem from not being able to accept the the reality of their circumstances, right?、Uh, like so, so much、yeah. of、uh, people's kind of、um, I don't I guess even internal conflict, just、uh, stuff that they have、uh, kind of really really. Feeling emotional based、uh, issues come from not accepting, and、uh, that also、mm-hmm. obviously relates to accepting themselves, right? Because、uh, a lot of people really struggle with. I I always talk about how you know one of the biggest problems is that people don't really know themselves, but part of that is not being able to accept. Themselves, right? You can't really know yourself if you don't. You, when you、mm-hmm. refuse to recognize and accept aspects of you that are actually, you know, really, really sensual and really revealing aspects of yourself, right? If you're not able to actually look at it and recognize it and actually accept it, then you don't really.、Uh, then and and you you know you can't. You end up trying to hide that, and you end up not really knowing yourself, not being、uh, true to yourself, because、uh, you're almost—I don't know. 
I feel like some people are ashamed mm-hmm. of certain aspect themselves. Certain people um, might feel like, you know, that's not the way that they're supposed to be or whatever. Whereas, you know, with acceptance, it's it's about seeing, okay, yeah, that is actually a part of me. That is a part of who I am. And uh, I'll pour it from there, right? And there's uh, one thing I could yeah. get into with that. I feel but, like a lot of times... Uh, you know, I feel like there's more to talk about within here first. So go ahead, Lorenzo. Yeah, I feel like a lot of that oftentimes can stem from maybe like, I want to say like kind of like the ego or maybe like a sense mm-hmm. of denial. Like you're stuck in a state of denial almost for whatever reason, one way or another. Um, and then it, it's really almost just like a, strange self-imposed ignorance where you just kind of by the way viewers i got two hours of sleep so my brain is running on e right now uh so it takes me a second to get some senses out pardon me but yeah on i don't know i feel like it's almost um in a lot of cases that could just come down to just a lack of effort sometimes because i feel like it takes some effort oh, yeah, to do what sure. we're talking about but other times it might be um, something, something like the ego getting in the way, or something along those lines, and then just being in denial, almost mm-hmm. like a defense mechanism, sort of. And that's why I tie yeah. in how uh, it's self honesty and self acceptance that really go hand in hand, right? Uh, a lot of it mm-hmm. is being honest with yourself as opposed to being in denial to actually recognize it. And once you recognize it, that's how you get into self acceptance, right? So, so they're really tied in together like that. And when mm-hmm. you talk about the the denial part, the ego part, I think that's uh, something very important to bring up. So I'm glad you did. Um, and with that, you know, a lot of people uh, with themselves, they have, you know, fears, they have problems, they have uh, desires that they kind of denial, they refuse to recognize, right? They're not honest with themselves about, you know, and uh, uh, for some of those, for, for some people, they, it's one of the reasons why they get into substances and whatnot, right? To to let go of inhibitions that they might have mm-hmm. and let those aspects themselves and those desires and, uh, and uh, those things come out, right? Because uh, they refuse to actually recognize them and uh, just actually be honest with themselves regularly and behave according to those things and stay true to themselves in those aspects. Um, Right. Under regular circumstances, and this obviously goes to uh, identity with people, uh, whether that that is identity uh, to do with uh, family or culture or gender or sexuality or uh, any of those aspects, just parts of a person's, I guess, background and uh, I guess uh, social aspects of identity that people don't quite fully embrace and accept of themselves, right? And uh, the denial part mm-hmm. is uh, really true. And you see that uh, for a lot of people's journeys within, um, well, a lot of situations, that that's why it is. You see people who, um, you know, take a very long time or even never actually end up getting to the point where they uh, accept it. And for some people, it takes a long time to even get to the point where they actually recognize it, right? That's why you have, uh, you know, uh, the the people, uh, you know, who uh, 
come out of the closet uh, after, well, you know, having kids and being married. Like it's uh, parts of themselves that they, they never truly uh, put in the effort to explore and understand and recognize. And then from there to actually, you know, taking even more to accept, right? Uh, you, you have people who um, have a part of their heritage that they kind of refuse to recognize and try to fit into the, I guess, I don't know, main, mainstream society and just try to pass, right? So much of uh, uh, people with identity and these uh, backgrounds, these social aspects of identity is uh, when they refuse to recognize because they want to pass, they want to just kind of fit in more and be be more a part of the, the majority or whatnot. Uh, and uh, I guess they're there are at least potentially some uh, benefits of uh, that and I guess even natural incentives why someone might want to do that. But often, but usually when people, you know, denial themselves, refuse to be honest with themselves and never get to the point of self-acceptance of these things, like they, they, they get to a point where, you know, they're, they're not happy, right? They, they're not getting what they actually want. Right. So I think that's the, that's the biggest reason why, why we're talking about it is because with self-honesty and self-acceptance, that's how uh, people get what they want, right? Because uh, we know that you could have all these things. You could, uh, you know, you could find success in all these areas. You could, uh, you know, find, uh, you could uh, position yourself financially and war you know just in general have all these material gains or even stuff that are you know less uh tangible and uh you know stuff like uh, you know people have family people have friends and all these things but end of the day you could have all these things and still feel empty right you either getting what you want or you're not so you could have all of these things, right? You could have all these things that people think are great, you think are important. And uh, for most people, they are important. And, and uh, you know, they add, you know, value to their lives in, in various ways. But uh, for everyone, there are things about themselves that, that they really need to truly feel fulfilled, right? So you could have all these other mm -hmm. things, but without that key thing, there's something missing, right? There's still this emptiness there. And you try to fill up with other things, and that could obviously lead to problems. But even if that doesn't lead to those other problems, it's a void that still can't quite be, you know, filled, right? And then all these other great things that you have, they start yeah. to lose meaning. You know, you start you start to go through these uh, things about yourself. So that's what you see. I think that's why. I think that's why you see some people in situations you're like, wow. How, how could you be in that situation, have all they have and still be depressed and all these things, right? And obviously with that, a part of it is also just, you know, neurochemistry and biology and, uh, and sometimes stuff just happens. You can't really have a, have a, you know, straight up um, reason from their life to explain those things. But for some people, it's because they, mm -hmm. they have all these things, but they don't have what they actually want. And, uh, stuff loose stuff just doesn't, you know? Yeah. I feel like a lot of the, uh, motivating factors you gave there, like saying like all the, the, for example, the, the example of the homosexual gentleman with the family and kids, I feel like is like an interesting example because 
it, a lot of that is just social pressures, you know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of what we were just talking about, you're saying like, oh, people can get what they want. Well, a lot of times what people do in their actions is just do things that will try to position themselves in a better spot in the social hierarchy sometimes. Not always. It kind of depends because oftentimes there's actions that you won't do because it kind of challenges um, somebody in a higher position than you. And then sometimes that might be a little bit too direct. You know, it's like, I'll try to steal a manager's job. Like, this is probably not going to go over very well. Um, but yeah, I know that's kind of like hardwired into our brains because everybody sort of knows where they are in like the social hierarchy. And like the lower you're on the social hierarchy, then like it's pretty observable the lower you're on the hierarchy in a natural environment when we're just talking animals, then um you you just they just don't feel as happy, you know, their this testosterone is lower, stuff like that. Um and then humans are very interesting because we assign status for whatever reason, right? So you might be in multiple different social hierarchies at any one given time, and those different hierarchies might assign, may assign status differently. And then it gets so much more complicated from there. But another thing that you kind of reminded me of, George, is this concept of incongruence. You ever heard of this? Not quite. Psychological no. Please incongruence. Please go ahead and explain that. I think, I, I think I'm pretty sure it's incongruence, but it's um, this idea in psychology... I forget what school of psychology proposed this or when this was like really, really popular. Um, but that's one of the interesting things that I think is quite nice about psychology. Even when we have new schools of psychology come up and even though some of the old cells do fall out of vogue sometimes, unless it's like really scientifically unbit, like unfounded, like some parts of psychoanalysis, for example, which is like some of that's just like, what the fuck? What were you thinking, Freud? Um, but even some of like the slightly less popular and less new um, schools of thought are still valuable. And they still have some interesting ideas. And I think one is this concept of incongruence and self-image where like you have a certain self-image uh, and you have like, a, I forget exactly what the terms are, but it's almost like an idealized self-image of like where you want to be or where you think you are versus the reality of where you actually are. And if you're not being honest with yourself, like you're talking about, then you're said to be in a state of incongruence, which increases your stress levels. And then it's just, it's just whack. So no good. And then a lot of therapists for a time, not a lot, some portion, some sizable portion of uh, therapists. I, it wasn't like the overwhelming majority of them were all subscribing to this. I'm not too sure about that. I don't think that was the case, but a lot of them, um, went about treating their patients by trying to ascertain what their kind of like imagined self-image was and then try to get them to just be more accepting of reality like okay buddy you know maybe, maybe let's tone it down a bit like maybe not even that that, that would be like an mm -hmm. example of somebody with like an inflated ego it could be something else right like oh well you know have you ever considered this uh so and so or like something like that um so yeah, that just reminded me a lot of the congruence ideas yeah. from psychology. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I feel like when you have an unrealistic like standard put for yourself, 
and it's even worse when you do it for yourself right you pressure yourself into uh having a certain image um kept or you know portrayed um i think i think a lot of people get stressed out about that just because you know um you know let's say let's say someone's in their like early 20s or you know like mid 20s but they don't have like they they have this image of themselves where they got everything set right ready to go you know adult life um but they might not have Mm -hmm. the job they want they might not you know have the things they want or that that image portrays right like let's say you portray yourself as like somewhat successful like successful depending on you know like let's say like the standard definition uh social definition where you know you got enough money to support yourself you know got enough money to spend blah blah blah. so yeah i feel like a lot of people kind of fall into this trap where it's they you know it's almost like a delusion right um, they kind of lie to themselves about what's actually happening. They may realize, like, they might realize it or they might not, but it forces them to... The, that I, I feel like that's why a lot of people might feel empty or something's missing. Because when you have that image of yourself, you know, you don't have those things, right? You don't have those things set. You, you, don't, you haven't achieved, you know, certain uh, goals and... But they might feel like they should have or they already have, but it's not there. So I feel like a lot of people get lost in in the uh, idea of, oh, like, I'm, you know, they get lost within themselves. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> they get lost in the sauce, man. Fuck, dude. They, yeah, it's, it's like they almost put themselves into mm-hmm. like a constant state of wanting, yeah. you know? I think uh, even yeah. though, you know, for a lot of people, it is themselves, but it kind of, where, where does that come from, right? So uh, I think a lot of that was what, what Lorenzo was talking about with social pressures, right? So mm-hmm. a lot of people might feel like, you know, the, the pressure is them putting on themselves and it is true because they are putting that pressure on themselves. But the reason that pressure exists is because mm-hmm. they're kind of buying into these things, right? You know, I think a lot of the times it's because uh, whether consciously or subconsciously, these social pressures, uh, trends, traditions, uh, all these different aspects, I mm-hmm. think all these things could uh, lead to a person putting those pressures on themselves, right? Uh, you know, for some people, it is pressure from peers, it is pressure from parents, it is pressure from colleagues and all these things. But end of the day, uh, there's always going to be an aspect of self, right? For some people, the primary aspect is the self. But, you know, you have to buy into it. You have to believe in those things for for you to put that pressure on yourself, for you to believe there is the pressure to do something, right? If you don't buy into that, if, you know, if that, you don't care for that at all, if that just doesn't bother you, then the pressure doesn't exist, right? You're just going to do your own thing. So, uh Mm-hmm. I think the concept, <laughs> yeah, it's all the concept. So uh, when it comes to self honesty and uh, self acceptance, a, a big part of this, you know, is related to self improvement and uh, just uh, self development and just uh, just working on yourself in your life, right? So 
one of the biggest reasons mm-hmm. it, it ties so closely to those things uh, from my perspective is that when you're not accepting of yourself, when you're not honest with yourself, what you end up doing when you try to improve yourself mm-hmm. is you end up trying to conform to these certain standards and these other external pressures, right? You're not, you're not actually, you know, improving yourself and becoming, uh, you know, who, who you really are and, and the version of yourself you actually want to be. You're kind of working towards becoming, uh, you know, these, uh, with these uh, alternative versions that doesn't truly reflect uh, yourself, right? And uh, just uh, these these versions are heavily influenced by these uh, pressures that you have to question. When uh, that for a lot of people, if they actually took the time and the effort, like we're talking about, and actually look at it and see if that's actually who they mm-hmm. want to be, it's no. And we see a lot of people uh, who have realized that as time went on. They have realized, you know, they're, they're kind of becoming uh, either what society expected of them, uh, what their parents wanted them to be, uh, you know, how how people within the culture of their industry, uh, you know, are typically are. And, and all, all of these different things, right? Uh, even, even how... Uh, uh, people you know are supposed to behave or live their life or what they're supposed to want within a cultural context uh, right and um, that you know when, when when you're going down the path and trying to improve yourself and work on these things to get to a certain point like you're talking about Raymond right you're talking about uh, you know uh, you know uh, trying to trying to Get these things that you want, especially early on in your life, right? But without self-honesty and self-acceptance and all the all the pressure that are out there, a lot of times people are going down the path they, and working towards stuff they don't actually want, right? That's how people end up in midlife crisis. They realize, hey, everything I worked for, they're not very meaningful. They're not what I actually want. That's why you have people who want to switch uh, these careers because they realize, hey, this isn't my dream. Uh, you know, the people who get caught up in the rat race, right? There are people who settle down uh, because that's what they're supposed to do when they realize, hey, I, I, I'm not, I'm not ready for a family, right? There's just uh, things that people have to be honest with themselves about, so they don't end up in a situation where they actually have, have to deal with the consequences, because the consequences of those things is what really drives the quality of their life down, right? Uh, if you don't actually get to that point. Yeah, there are gonna be you know problems as well, but what what you have to deal with is is not as bad, right? So recognizing it as early as possible, and uh, recognizing what pressure you actually care about, what factors that you actually um, actually matter to, and overall just what you want, you know, is uh, very important. And that you know a lot a lot of that really just comes from being honest with yourself and then accepting yourself for who you are at the moment before you start any journey mm-hmm. trying to uh, you know become and uh, get and you know what you want yeah i i think it's very important to sit down yeah. and like you know have a conversation with yourself right um that's a very mm-hmm. nice mug george uh, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, I man. actually uh, got it for free. 
people, oh, people throw stuff out in you, uh, you, you know, know the, the, the apartment building because people are constantly moving in, moving out, and there's some nice stuff. <laughs> no, no. Did you go dumpster no, diving? People, for, people leave in the lobby where okay, the okay, lobby okay. of the floor usually. So um, yeah, they're very often just things out there. Oh no, we're yeah. come back. Buddy. <laughs> Two hours before. drive, they come back. They're like, "Bro, what the fuck? Someone <laughs> took my bug." <laughs> yeah, uh, one thing I cannot accept right. myself is that I don't have water. So that's good. Yeah, water is very important, man. Go stay hydrated, man. That's true. Actually, oh. uh, assigned to Daniel Kim, who has been on this uh, podcast before, and he said that recently his energy level has improved drastically, and part of that is uh, just staying hydrated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So, oh, so like, honestly, man, like, this, God, it helps so much, man. Like, literally, like, we, we needed to function. Yeah. We needed to be alive. Like, it's, uh, it's a necessary mm-hmm. for those things. So, if you want to, yeah. if you want to stay alive and actually have energy to do things, <laughs> drink water. <laughs> man. Yeah, man. I don't know. Water just tastes so good. It's always a nice drink. Dude, nice cold water. I know. Okay, yo, hold on, boys. Mm-hmm. I have a quick question. It's a bit of a tangent, yes. but it's relevant to the subtopic that we're referencing here. What's better, White Rock Ooh. water or Ontario uh, water from wherever you guys are? I mean, I feel like every every kind of place is different. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Do I don't you know. filter? Okay. I haven't been yeah. back in pc for a while yeah yeah it's been a while since you've been back but yeah 2019 honestly i'm gonna give it to uh i'm gonna give it to maybe ontario <laughs> so ontario tastes okay, weird. Like, like i said everywhere is ever is different the, so uh, i'm in london ontario i don't know if that's the same as other parts of ontario i don't know if it's the same oh water yeah raymond knows Bro, right. literally every city is so, different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I just, so I just um, wanted to know. I feel like, yeah, yeah. Uh, given the history, the, people know that White area. Rock water mm-hmm. is actually different from South Surrey water, right? Uh, we, uh, there, it came up in the news before. There's a problem with actual White Rock water. Like uh, I forget oh. what exactly it was. So, uh, and the water yeah. I was drinking back home would be South Surrey water, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the I reality is, I don't really notice a difference. I, I'll yeah, yeah. drink tap water here, and I'll drink tap water back home. I I don't notice it. I have recognized. I do not. You filter, filter it at home? I forget. But you My parents do that. that I usually, parents? even when they boil, I still drink tap water. Uh, I don't really go to. The, I do. And then you give me hey, the water when I come over. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> I, so I, I had to boil water for uh, for like tea, for making um, London fog, and my parents already had okay, water that, that was already yeah. boiled and that was still warm. But you know, I, I needed the tea to be hot, so I boiled new water. So I already had 
Like you could, you could obviously, you could obviously get, get tap water, water but you already water. have boiled water, so <laughs> yeah. I feel like, you know, why not? <laughs> <laughs> because it's warm. Hey, a lot of people prefer warm water, okay? Uh, it's just here in, in North America, that's less no, of not a common those, yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, getting back to the topic of self-acceptance, I guess. Um, I feel like it's very interesting that that sort of idea pops up mm-hmm. in one way or another in so many different schools of thought. Because you see it in like Buddhism and like sort of more of like the acceptance in general, mm-hmm. but also in Stoicism. Also, it, there's a big kind of focus on self-honesty, I feel, just because it's been such a consistent feature for a lot of the big Stoic thinkers like Marcus Aurelius um, and a bunch of other ones. Man, oh man, this is going to kill me. Who is that one guy? Because that's another thing like in, in Stoicism, you see like uh, one of the big Stoic writers was Marcus Aurelius, who was literally the Roman Emperor. <laughs> that's very different. Roman Emperor. No, very, very Roman different. Emperor. That was before the yeah. Holy Roman Empire. Many people very argue different. that very it wasn't different. holy, it like wasn't awesome Roman, tale, it though. wasn't an empire. But <laughs> that's a different. That's a different story. Yeah, I know. <laughs> very yeah. different. Very different. Man, it gets me every time. Every time. Uh, and then you had. Some I other forget. dude was a slave man. What was his name? Yeah. He was one of the first. E- Epictus? But he was also a stoic man. What was he? But he's... Yeah. Epictetus, yeah. Epictetus, yes. Thank you. So thank I you. didn't forget. Um, <laughs> and, and like, I haven't read any Epictetus myself. I've mm-hmm. seen, like, little bits in it. Little bits and pieces here and there. But I know, like, for example, Marcus, like, his his book Meditations, like, the dude is just brutally honest with himself. He has this one saying that is really, really good, I think. It's like, um, the, oh, I'm not going to use the exact word, but then again, it was <laughs> written in Latin, so it's not like I would say the exact word anyways. Um, it's like, be, be tolerant mm. with others and strict with yourself, which is really good. Um, but it's, it just, it kind of, it kind of reminds me a lot of that self image mm-hmm. sort of idea where it's like, you gotta be real For sure. with yourself, kind of keep a 100. Yeah. And then it pops up in the psychology and then Zunzu says it, you know, I'm pretty sure he said that, uh, it sounds like something you'd say I saw it on the internet, so it's probably true. Um, it is, it's one of the Delphic maxims, you know, know yourself. Yeah, you, you like to say I want a lot. That one's a good one. Classic. Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. pops up everywhere. Well, yeah, I, I think it's extremely everywhere. true, right? Uh, you know, in, in the blog post that, that's coming out this week, uh, I talk mm-hmm. about, you know, how for a lot of people, you see them lying to themselves. And you can see that it's often because, you know, it makes life easier for them it, it, they make them you know feel better but like i said it also really leads mm. to a point where they aren't actually living the life they want and they aren't getting what they want and it gets to a point uh you know it, it's easier up till that point or up till a certain point right um so 
a lot of that has to do with what Raymond was talking about way back in some other episode about just overall people not really thinking the long term, right? As, so it ends up being short term. And uh, it also relates mm-hmm. to what I like to talk about uh, people just uh, not, not really yeah. being intentional overall, right? So a lot of time it is just kind of easier to to denounce certain things, to not to not really think about certain things and to not really recognize, uh, you know, your feelings with uh, your desires and uh, without without doing so and without accepting those. Right. You just kind of do things. Right. A lot of that is to make yourself feel better. A lot of that is to uh, just make it easier. That's why people avoid confrontations, even though a lot of confrontations uh, are are what's required to kind of set them uh, down the path that actually lead to what they want, right? A lot of people uh, are, you know, are, are essentially trapped by that, uh, you know, fear and uh I'll just lack of willingness, mm-hmm. right? Well, whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of it's kind of like lost, uh, what's it called? Second cause fallacy, you know? A lot of it once you've sort of committed and made a lot of those decisions, it's kind of, there's a bit of friction when it yep. when you try to change course, you know? And then if you're in that state of denial, then mm-hmm. you're not even going to consider doing right. it, so right? So what I was talking about, is completely related to that because uh, being honest with yourself, accepting yourself, it's not always an easy thing to do, right? It's uh, it's not always going to be uh, the the even like you know, especially in the short term, uh, it might not be the most beneficial thing to do for for uh, yeah, socially the- speaking. Oftentimes, right? A lot of uh, a lot of a lot of yeah. um, conformity is involved. Yeah, and you know, what's making people uh, stopping, you know, being honest and accepting themselves. It's uh, just a, I don't even know how to label it, <laughs> but but I feel like it's it's pretty clear what what I'm you know referring to. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of people they might know. Like, I feel like some people don't exactly understand themselves perfectly. Let's say their emotions, their actions, you know, situations. Um, but even when, you know, certain people or individuals, they do know, like they, they do realize what's happening. But mm-hmm. um, at the same time, they, they, they don't take action exactly. you know, towards it. And uh, they kind of they kind of slowly lose themselves, mm-hmm. you know, with, with that, like, um, yeah, like, man, fuck, what am I going to say? Um, I had this thought, but the thought is no longer here. Well, uh, I'll relate to what you're saying, Lost uh, but yeah, it, it's a lack of uh, action, right? So one thing I that's just ties into one of our earliest episodes with, uh, you know, the, the, the concept of want and what, what that really means to want, right? So I always say that, like, how could you possibly believe that 
How could you possibly believe yourself when you tell yourself that you want something when it is very clear that you're not willing to take action and put in the effort and actually do something about it to get it, right? How could you possibly believe you want that? How could you possibly believe yourself when you, when you, you, know, when you tell yourself that you want that, right? When you say that you want that, how could you believe it, right? You have to be honest with yourself in those moments. Because if you actually wanted something, you would do something about it. You would take action, right? So if you, if you, if you knew yourself, you knew your desires, you, you would be more intentional and actually t- take these actions, right? So mm-hmm. that's a huge thing with self-honesty and self-acceptance, right? So self-honesty in the sense of like, hey, you know, no, mm-hmm. I don't actually want this. I'm just saying that I want this. Like a lot of people, they like the idea of something. They would like... Uh, they would actually want that if the situation was different, but they're not in that situation. In their situation, they don't actually want it. In a different situation, they know that they would want it, right? Mm-hmm. And then overall, like I said, a lot of it is that they like the idea of it mm-hmm. or they know they enjoy it, right? There is a certain yeah. level of desire for it, but they don't ultimately want it. They don't want it enough to actually do something about it. So they're just telling themselves that they want it. There is a lack of self-honesty to that, mm-hmm. right? You can't really believe yourself when you know that you, you're not actually mm-hmm. willing to do anything about it because that, that's you don't really want it, right? So that's a huge thing with self-honesty when, when it comes to taking action like you're saying, Raymond. Yeah, no. Um, I feel a lot of times people tell themselves they want something, right? But like it kind of ties into like that false image of themselves in their head. They, they would want that if their situation you know in life was in a certain way right but i feel like not a lot of people notice that right so like you're saying like oh like you know like i i would love you know i, I would love to to buy a house mm-hmm. right you know like you know whatever make payments whatever but they also like their image of themselves is is like okay like i'm ready to settle down i'm ready to have like you know like my life like you know just live you know like you know same house blah blah blah. but they're not ready for that they don't have they maybe they don't have everything they need in their current situation their job doesn't pay them enough they don't have what they what they truly want at all they don't love what they do right um so then you, you set these little milestones for yourself, but those milestones don't mean anything to you. You you set those because you believe that's what you want. Mm-hmm. But you don't you don't actually know for sure. But you're just going along with it because that's that's what everyone else is doing too, right? It also ties into social pressure. And then with social pressure, it makes it feel like everything has a time limit, right? So like we, we were talking about timelines before mm-hmm. in previous episodes and you know, like people say, Oh, like I have to I have to do this by this age, right? Especially with social media now. Mm-hmm. So many videos. Bro, <clears throat> I saw this video of a kid, fifteen years old, made a million bucks. Bro. D- yo. <laughs> and then you you start you you started thinking, oh shit. This kid made a million bucks at 15 years old. What the fuck was I doing 15 years hey, old? Hey, man, listen to those little kid toy <laughs> toy reviewers. <laughs> oh, my God. You can't compete oh. with those. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's wild. I mean, dude, literally, no one paid YouTube channel. That's crazy. 
I'm really curious what's gonna happen as he gets. Oh no! It's already happened. It's already started happening. It's all going. Oh there. my goodness! Yeah. into an avatar, pretty much. Because <laughs> he's getting he's Rude. getting older. Yo, sure, disown. Yeah. Make a new kid. Hey, listen, listen, man. They they, they made the their toys. money in the first few years of life. Yeah, and crazy. they're trying to retire. <laughs> oh yeah, we got the whole life to retire right now. <laughs> Men's got whole life, bro. Men speed running. Men's life. going going into uh, high school. So what do you want to be? Well, I'm actually retired now. <laughs> uh, I already have. Oh. I have my career. <laughs> I'm just. Uh, I'm just living life now. Oh man, <laughs> bro. Yeah, career Jesus. any percent speed run. Yeah, legendary toy reviewer skip. Yeah, honestly, yeah. like, yeah, those are those are some of the biggest issues. To be honest, like, it's just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that reminds me. A lot of it mm. can be. It's almost like procrastination too. Like you kind of defer it into the future. Like there's these things that. You would like, like you see yourself enjoying and liking and, like and then you wanting, do it like genuinely wanting. But, um, yeah, like for example, like, well, yeah, like your career, for example, right? Like, oh, I want to work in this or I want to work in this, right? Um, you know, the most you can do at the moment is go to school for it, but you're still going to want to have that job at the moment and you're going to school, right? Uh, to an extent, that's just an example. Not not always the case. Um, but yeah, a lot of times it's just kind of... Or like, for example, I feel like the house one is a good example, right? Because um, when you first want the idea of like, oh, maybe I should, when you first start thinking of home ownership, like when it, the first time it ever creeps into your head when you start thinking about your living arrangements, um, it might not even be any time... Anytime anywhere close to when you're actually going to be able to afford to buy a house, especially in some of the more expensive parts. Um, Cause you'll be renting or whatever, or you might be leasing something. Well, I guess if you're leasing, you might actually buy it. Different story. Um, but you, you might not even have that as an option or a consideration at the time. It just may, might get you thinking, Oh, you know, that'll be nice someday, you know, when I have my own place or whatever. Um, but again, like you might be like really financially held back at the moment. So you just tell yourself, okay, well, I'll just keep on doing what I can do. And then in the future, I'll have a very nice house, but it it might start creeping into like your self image, you know, like really wanting a house or just not even self image, but kind of like the self acceptance, you know, like you still want the house or whatever. It's just in the future for you. And after a lot of really hard work. And then once you buy the house, you don't even want it. Right. Like, yeah. Or you I just want like a bigger house, you know. Yeah. Or we just kept pointing that, you know. It, it's, it, like, hey. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. just, uh, they're yeah. different, you, just keep you know. You just the goalposts. Uh, you know, ways of feeling about it, uh, you know. Like, well, when you're so obsessed <laughs> and infatuated with something, right. It, it, yeah. it kind of it gets to that. Yeah. Um, Because yeah. the social pressures are always gonna, you're always gonna be pressured to move up the hierarchy, and even when you're at the top of the hierarchy, there's some amount yeah. of work that you have to do to maintain that status. So, I mean, in in that sense, a lot of these uh, kind of like self-imposed goals, if you are following 
if you, if you haven't like really examined it because I feel like it takes conscious effort to break out of the social hierarchy kind of so well you don't break out of it you're always going to be in it and you always have to consider it but to be cognizant of it gives you a big yeah it's, it's like about it's which part you actually care about and want to have an impact yeah. and influence on you as opposed to just just leaving it yeah. there and have it influence you in whatever way right have, have those pressure uh yeah, you know, impact your decision making in any any way, right? It's just being cognizant and more intentional about um, how mm-hmm. you know how how you want to go about it. So yeah, absolutely, I agree with you. Uh, yeah. But even in like you know less uh, dramatic and uh, you know big stuff in life kind of something uh smaller right it's something i was talking about about how a lot of people they they uh you know like to uh get drunk to feel or behave the way that 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 they want to right so so it's like some of the things that they want to be doing like they wouldn't do sober Mm. but it's like if you actually wanted to do it why 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 don't you just do it right like they they just stop themselves they there is uh like a lack of honesty and acceptance Mm. with themselves like if you really wanted to do that you could do a sober a lot of those things so so why not right so so there's a question there so it's like either actually accept yourself Mm -hmm. and you know and just do those things uh or recognize that maybe you don't want it that much and then don't even do it don't even uh you know get yourself to to the point where you're using these substances uh so you would do it so it's one or the other right like why are you stuck in the middle and why it's because of the lack of self-honesty and self-acceptance that's why mm-hmm. yeah I, I feel like a lot of people well when they mention something they want to do or something i i feel like they or they know what they want but i feel like they feel ashamed you know mm-hmm. like like to a certain degree right they they know that uh maybe like all oh, others won't accept it or but it's not you know it's not really about others it's about yourself also i feel like alcohol or use of substance is an excuse for yourself to do the things you truly want mm. right sometimes like what you're saying um yeah you know like yeah even though cases. you're like all oh, like all roads you know because i'm you know i've been drinking i ah you know that's that's just me when i'm dry you know yeah man but then you know when you come back sober you act you know like quote unquote proper right like it's it's yeah yeah it's i'd almost like you like come it's weird it's almost you absolve yourself of responsibility because i feel a lot of times not often um, I mean, I feel like you could cat you could split it into like two categories. Like you got the scummy motherfuckers that want to do some shady shit. Like oh, like oh, I have this girl I fancy. You know, maybe I'll, I'll okay. I mean, okay, this one's a bad example. This one's kind of in between the two categories. This one's it's more of a spectrum, really. You have you have some things that people are like ashamed to do because of like social pressures, where it's like uh. You know, unless you're really fucked up, it's kind of hard to excuse that. Like, like, it's just really yeah. weird. Yeah, um, maybe. I feel like that's a little bit more niche, though. Yeah, like, um, like just uh, maybe, maybe you, you'll say some comments or say some things that you normally wouldn't say just because you 
inhibit yourself based off of mm-hmm. like a social pressure. Like maybe I shouldn't say that to that person. Right. Or something like along those lines. Um, but you know, they would want to say that, like, for example, I'm sure anybody who works in uh, retail, they want to say certain things, but they can't, or maybe waitress uh, or people in the service industry too. Same thing, you know, they, they'll want to say something in the moment, you know, like massive table of like huge family, family of five, well, six, well, seven. Well, the thing is, bucks. I would say that like, you know, if they like truly actually wanted to say it, right. That, you know, they, 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 you know, you, you should just say it. Right. But yeah. you have to look at the situation, right? You have to consider everything before you decide if that's actually what you want. And for a lot of mm-hmm. them, like that's going to affect their job, right? That's going to affect all these other things. And overall, that they wouldn't say that's what they actually want. It's not. It's yeah. not. Well, I feel like they, they want to do that, like the action itself they want, but they don't want the consequences but the thing is they're tied in together you can't think like that like it doesn't make sense to think like that you have to think about when when you're overall trying to make a decision you have to think about what decision do i want to make what do i actually want to do right and that comes with all the potential that that comes with considering all the potential consequences and what they're able to accept those but that initial yeah, but that initial wanting is still there. Like you still, you still hear service um, service workers always say, mm-hmm. like, "Oh man, I had this terrible table or whatever, something along those lines." But you'll never hear it. You'll never hear them say it to the table, right? Because of that, but it's still there. That like that idea of like, "Oh, I would do this if." But the thing is, do, this, what, what they want, right? what they want to actually say um, it in the moment, I feel like that's or funny. do they just want to complain like later on? Like, like, you know, for some people, they don't want to say anything in the moment, uh, you know, and also obviously with the consequences, mm. then they definitely don't that's for, true. for most people. Right. And, and that's what, and that's one of the things that I talk about in the episode of what, what does yeah. it mean to actually want something? Right. You know, like, yeah. you, you know, mm. if, if you truly wanted to do that, then you would, but there, there are certain things you have to consider, Right. So do you really want it? Like, well, everything considered, no, I, I don't want that. So you just like the idea of that, right? I, you, you, there is a certain level of desire to say those things mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, or at least uh, express it somehow, right? But overall, when you consider everything, it's like, you know what? No, no, I don't, I don't want that. And they choose not to do it, right? So that's part of the social pressure thing and being cognizant of it, like you're saying. Like, if you mm-hmm. truly, uh, you know, wanted something and, and, and you look at social pressure, you, you would just ignore it, right, once you're cognizant of it. But then you'll suffer some people, they might recognize that, hey, I actually really do care mm-hmm. about these uh, social uh, pressures. Like these things do actually matter to me. I do care about what this person think or that person think or, or like, uh, right, when, what Raymond was talking about, it's like, it's not about them, it's about you. Well, everything is about you, right? Even, you know, it's if you love someone, it's you who love them, right? When you do something for other be out of love, it's you're doing it for them out of your mm-hmm. love for them, right? It's because you love them. There's always going to be an aspect of self in all these decisions, right? So it's like, yeah, do it for yourself. But the thing is, if you really, uh, if, if what, 
if what your parents think of you is the most important thing to you, it's more important to you than your dreams, right? Then you would choose to do it and, and conform to that pressure, right? You have, to, you have to accept those aspects of yourself. You have to recognize mm-hmm. what do you actually want. Like, is your dream uh, job actually your dream job? Or, or like, is that what you really want? Or are these other things more important, right? Like, like do you want to have this? Or is the financial stability of this other thing more important to you? You have to consider all these different aspects and at the, right? Yeah, and then at the final uh, decision mm-hmm. needs to reflect uh, all of those things. You can't just say, you know, uh, I, I want this and, uh, and then, and then uh, don't do it. Like that's not, that's not want to me, right? Like that's, that's just you liking the idea of that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I feel like an example mm-hmm. is just, you know, like, let's go back to the substance use, you know, like, let's say it's, you know, um, let's say you, you really love to dance mm-hmm. or you really love to sing. Right. But, um, you know, you, you dance mm-hmm. or you sing when no one's there. Right. But then you're afraid of being judged because maybe maybe you know like oh like maybe i'm not the best singer or maybe like i i can't dance well right you're like you know basically in home like immobile not not yeah and then you, you kind of use alcohol as a as an excuse to like to do those things because you kind of lose that sense of like you know judgment from other people right yeah that uh, that that's actually that's actually the other end of the spectrum that I was going to talk about. I figured it was just kind of oh, okay. like a, a loose end that I was going to leave, but I guess we might as well tie it closed now because that's almost exactly what I was going to mention. Yeah, uh, like you have the people who do the uh, things about like oh, drink alcohol makes the excuse for like the social pressure or whatever. I'm like oh, ho, ho, silly me. And then you have other people who uh, just prefer that state of being where you know your inhibitory systems like literally in your brain are just downregulated. So you, you, you just inhibit less. Um, and mm. then that's why, that's why it's called like liquid courage. And, and, and like, that's, that's what I'm to, saying. Like, that's things. what I was referring to for the, um, for the primary part about how, like, if you truly wanted to do that, you know, you have to accept yourself and just do it. Right. Like, like why, why would you get to the point? Yeah. I feel like that, that's a difficult one though. Cause like a lot of that is like just, root force brain chemistry and a lot of that brain chemistry is very dependent on the uh social hierarchy so i'm not i'm not actually all that sure to what extent you can change that just through being cognizant i imagine if you get really well, the thing is like a lot of it is being from you know my perspective right and And, uh, uh you know you know, for a lot of times I would, you know, yeah. say from this perspective or that perspective, I will look into that. But for this topic, I'm speaking a lot, really just from my perspective and a lot of that actually come from my experience. Right. So uh, mm-hmm. one of the things I don't know if it's out yet, but I think it oh, was yeah. released uh, last week, maybe the week before. But uh, yeah. I think it's actually the week before uh, the blog post uh, was kind of about how I was as a child. Right. And then uh, and then uh, a lot of that is kind of 
uh, also relating to how I feel about how I was feeling and how I realized, you know, I don't want to feel that way. And, and uh, eventually becoming how I am today. So that relates to what you're saying. I think there's a lot that you mm-hmm. can modify, at least for me, I was able to. So, you know, I, uh, you know, I, 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 I wouldn't say that I, yeah. I get angry. I, I, I don't get jealous. I, I don't feel shame. Like, I'm just going to do what is, I do. And it is what it is, right? Like, hey, hey, you know, what's the worst thing that can happen? And mm-hmm. uh, if it happened, so what? Right. Just just having acceptance in that sense. Right. So when I was a kid, I, I would get angry about a lot of things. Right. Uh, I would get angry. Uh, <laughs> That's so funny because I can't even like I can't. Yeah, it's, no, it's hard I, to I would get upset. I would get like, bothered by so many things. Just, you know? Like uh, one thing yeah. I was talking about how when I was really, really young, uh, one thing I wanted was the moment before. Right. Uh, I wanted everyone involved in the situation to go back in time, not to go back in time, but to reenact what had happened and play it out the way I wanted it to happen. That, that's what, and obviously people didn't entertain that. Uh, and uh, I only got more upset because of it, right? I, I, I don't know, six. How, how young are we talking? And then... Uh, you know, I, I would even okay, okay. throughout elementary school just be bothered by things that just I, I didn't find fair. Right. Uh, especially things I didn't find uh, equal. Right. I was more upset. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was upset by both things, but I was more upset by the lack of equality than the lack of equity. Right. Uh, and that's a whole other you know situation of why I think like that. And uh, I'm not even entirely sure why I think like that, but I could explain how exactly I feel about it. Uh, but yeah, like I said, that's a different topic. But there have been a lot of stuff that just bothered me, right? It just, uh, you know, I didn't want things to get on my nerve. I didn't uh, want to feel bothered. I don't like feeling angry. I didn't uh, want, you know, how, how the people reacted, or what people said to affect how, how, how I lived and how I behaved, right? So it's a, it's a journey to... to uh, you know, become unbothered and become more nonchalant and different about all these different things and not buy into a lot of the social pressures and be really cognizant of which aspect of it that, that I actually think matters, right? Uh, you know, who whose opinions I actually, you know, value and to what extent I value them and how I would uh, be okay with those affecting me, especially emotionally, right? And the last week's blog post actually about how I experience emotions, uh, how I how I experience things emotionally, which is something we talked about briefly in one of the episodes uh, in regards to kind of uh, films and movies. But the other aspects are completely new to the blog post. Very interesting read. Uh, but, you know, I do think there's a lot that, that you could, uh, you know, modify when you're cognizant and realize it like over time you could definitely become uh, just unbothered by by a lot of things right like yeah if, if you time, wanted yeah. to do a lot of those things you would just be able to uh you know go for it and, and not and not worry so much you wouldn't need all these things to get yourself to that point and uh 
and uh, literally affect your brain chemistry so you wouldn't stop yourself from doing things, right? You would, you would just uh, consciously and intentionally just go ahead and do it. I, mm-hmm. I definitely think it's possible, I guess, because from my experience, it is, right? I don't think it's necessarily easy. I don't think oh, it's no, necessarily 100%. quick. But over time, I think for a lot of people, it is completely doable. And that starts with being cognizant of it and being... Uh, you know, really, really honest with yourself about what what you want, right? Because uh, like, a lot of people will, will say that, hey, I don't actually want this. But like, in real- reality, they do. That's why they give themselves those excuses. That's why they, they uh, you know, use these substances to change their, their neurochemistry so they don't stop themselves from doing it, right? So, so some of those things that come out is actually more reflective of who, who they really are and what they want sometimes, right? And like, oh, yeah. I, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it, I, a lot of it I meant like is in... Um, uh, not even just like in like specific actions. It's more like you just want to be looser in general. Yeah, you know no, what I mean? No, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Does that make just, sense? Uh, less yeah. uptight. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. Cause it, it like it, it is going to just drop your stress levels for the most part in general. Well, it's going to be have to think about what, what a good time means. Right? There's a read. Yeah. yeah. Cause, uh, you know, for yeah, like for me, that you, I, can, I, I yeah, you can have a, a great time, time sober because, too. Uh, yeah. Like literally, I I don't want my state of consciousness to change. Right, that's something that I wrote a blog post about actually. But I think we might have. I think we talked about it briefly. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but you know, it's just kind of like who you I are you is kind of literally yes. uh, based on your state of consciousness. Right, as, as far as I'm concerned, this is. This is, you know, the the state of consciousness I exist in is uh, a huge aspect of who I am, how I experience the world, right? So I I don't care about uh, whether there is a there is an afterlife. I don't care about if we're living in a simulation. None of those things matter because this existence that I exist in is the only existence I care for, and it's the it's the existence I know who I am, and it's the way I'm able to actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, think the way I, I do and make decisions the way I do, which is the way that ultimately uh, allows me to maximize my sense of fulfillment, which obviously is the most important thing to me, uh, right? So, so you know, I, I just can't imagine it being a good time when that is changed, right? It's, it's kind of like, would be, uh, uh, there'd be a lot of doubt about if this is who I am, right? Because I know it probably isn't. Right, because the whole situation is different. That when this, when my state of consciousness is different, because it is altered by those things. Right, so that's that's kind of how how I think about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, so, in a way, yeah, uh, it's true. Like being loose is like it's a very interesting perspective. Like it's it's not fun know, for me. Fun, like bro. that's what I'm saying. There's no appeal uh, of that for me. Like. Uh, being loose, like yeah, yeah, no, you know, it's about being Not intentional good. for me, right? So, so being loose and just have stuff happen and just kind of go with the flow, like that's not appealing at all. That that, that doesn't, you know, work because I feel like that's how I end up in situations I don't yeah. want to be in, right? I end up doing stuff I know 
that doesn't actually reflect what I want. So uh, those things doesn't seem fun to me. And that, and that's why, you know, there's no appeal. Uh, but anyway, getting more back to that and what you're saying is, uh, is like John Jones, right? He uh, obviously, you know, parties, drinks, uh, does cocaine and all that before fights. Oh, yeah. So he gives himself <laughs> excuse if he, if, he, if he doesn't win. Right. That's literally no the, more the biggest reason why he does that before fights. Mm. Uh, in other times, obviously, there will be different reasons. But that that's the whole thing with self-honesty and self-acceptance. Like he couldn't accept the reality of himself losing unless he had that excuse that he could blame on, that he could use. Right. Whereas if he's actually, you know, OK with himself uh, and uh, his, his abilities and what. Uh, and and the potential consequences that come without excuses and just recognize the possibility someone might actually be better than him in that specific fight not even better than him overall but just that given night someone might actually beat him like he can't accept that reality he can't yeah, accept that, that image of himself mm -hmm. he couldn't accept how 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 that would be he, or at least he doesn't want to right and and that's uh that's a thing like people give themselves excuses in these sense and that's mm -hmm. what i was talking about with how it makes life easier and how uh it, it makes a lot of people feel better about themselves but in most situations for most people it, it's it's leading them down to a road where they're not getting what they want right and, and that's the biggest problem with it and that's also why it ties into self-improvement Mm hmm 100 well uh we, My we brain have is shutting uh, down. you know talked a lot about it and we have also no, done like an hour and uh, i feel like we cover the most important aspects of self-honesty and uh self-acceptance uh, and essentially yeah. how that how that could lead to certain problems and how it could uh benefit most people's lives and um yeah, I don't think there's anything else to to really to really cover in this. Like, obviously, there are more examples we could get into. There, there's a uh, a lot of more, I guess, nuances and uh, all these things that we could dive into. But really, the 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 yeah, the essence of it, I feel like we we really got Very and the key points we've already made, right? Uh, and like you're saying, there's a lot of yeah. Um, nuances and there's a lot of stuff we could tie into with with all these different concepts that you are bringing up right uh but yeah so let's just end the episode with highlights of the week i don't know if anyone has any uh particular ones any standouts um oh man my stats professor came through man i was i was elated i was so happy i was I was happier than I would be if I hadn't procrastinated. So I procrastinated on a stats assignment until yesterday. Well, not until yesterday. I'd started on it sooner, but it it was a pretty sizable one. You needed yeah. like the last three weeks of the lectures to like do all the problems right. Some of the problems really stumped me for a while. Like a couple of them, I just got really stuck on for like an hour or two. But I had already resigned myself to like, ah, I'm going to do as much as I can. But I might acceptance not of the, the situations yeah. and a lot of the trickier questions. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I, mm -hmm. I was already, I was already like, I, I'll just do as much as I can. 
and I was, I had already studied like the night before until like four in the morning and, uh, I'd woken up at like one or whatever. And I started working again on the problem and I worked on that until like six. So I was basically just doing stats and all my free time over the last like two or three days. And I was still mm. not going to probably finish the entire thing. I was like, bro, oh my gosh, what have I done? But ah, it's too late now, whatever. And then, boom, I go to check when my midterm was going to be because it it's only mm-hmm. like the 28th or whatever. I was just making sure for some scheduling stuff. And then I see it. My stats professor comes through. Announcement on, on Canvas. Bro. Very nice. Extension until Thursday. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Never been happier. Yeah, I'd say that's probably my highlight. Mm. Nice highlight. Very nice highlight, Raymond. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just upload oh, a two-second <laughs> clip to YouTube Raymond's a highlight. Big yawn. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. Did you watch the I Batman watched this week? the Batman on... Well, I got my car. It's the highlight of your week. Hey, that's but, a much bigger highlight. Uh, <laughs> oh, but uh, the oh, okay, Batman as well is pretty good movie. I yes, like sir. it. It was like a Batman movie because I I see comparison comparing like Batman oh, to like the Dark true. Knight and stuff. Like Dark Knight might be a better movie overall, but the Batman is a better Batman movie. If that makes sense. Mm. Mm. yeah like okay okay yeah it makes sense to me because it was a the focus wasn't necessarily so much on batman and all of that right uh yeah but for me you know stylistically i really like this film so i would personally personally say it's better uh but you Mm -hmm. know i could definitely see how because you know the dark knight was a fantastic film so i could always see why people would like that more and think it's a better movie uh but yeah the the statement that raymond said i would say it's not controversial at all to say it's a better batman movie Mm -hmm. just because uh the the way the way the story went the the kind of focus and uh yeah yeah absolutely that 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 i agree with yeah yeah come on man now I gotta uh, go watch it, man. When are we gonna watch it? Maybe if I finish my stats, I might just go watch all right, it. All right. uh, yeah, Alfred we'll dies. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. The Batman bro, dies, no, bro. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yo, yo, spoiler alert! Batman's actually Bruce Wayne, <laughs> bro. Yeah. Spider yeah, Man dies, bro. That's kind of it. Pretty good highlights. Bro. Nice. Very nice. Nice to see that the, the car you're talking about actually became reality. Uh, yeah. 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 It's pretty, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. No, very, very nice. That's, that's huge. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's kind of it. Uh, honestly, this week, I don't really, I don't really yeah. think what there are you, any highlights. What are your highlights? Uh, stuff just kind of, gone by you know just very normal stuff uh nothing that really stood out but overall that's still pretty good i guess uh yeah uh took uh yeah took a lot it's of time working it, on uh if you think about it stuff on blender again over the weekend 
even though there is a, a thing due for biochem that I originally planned on working on. But, you know, uh, I was honest with myself and I accepted reality that what I really wanted to do over the weekend was spend time on working on that as opposed to assignments. <laughs> you know, if you, if you feel like, uh, if you thought that working on assignments and whatnot is, uh, is what, you know, you're supposed to do or the most important thing, uh, you end up, you know, with, a, with, a, with more internal conflict and whatnot. Right. Uh, but uh, like I was talking about in the other episode, as well as this, you really just have to uh, be honest with yourself and actually know what you want to do. And uh, what I really wanted mm-hmm. to do at the time was actually just working on this in Blender. You know, I was very interested. I was very, uh, uh, you know, just uh, very inspired. And it was very clear to me that uh, I would rather just spend time working on it and uh, just figure out uh, the assignment later on should still have enough time and uh, so far it's okay so far it seems like the timeline's still fine but um yeah it was a highlight while i was working on it um but it would have been nice as well elsa if i'm further along in the assignment so overall it's uh, only a little bit of a highlight as opposed to a major highlight like it was previously when i actually had a lot of free time to work on it it never quite feel as uh, nice completely overall when there are other things going on that's why i'm looking for the summer forward to the summer uh just because not not so many things i have to do right uh not so many other commitments more of just uh personal projects which is awesome and yeah, uh, no, 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 no major highlights. Uh, Always yeah. fun. <laughs> well, thank you for listening. Uh, I think uh, that was actually a very interesting episode I that see, I see. Uh, a lot of people could benefit from. Uh, I think uh, a lot of very interesting perspectives can be shared too. as well. And we tied into some uh, other episodes and other concepts out there, other uh, school thoughts that have existed for a long time, actually. Uh, so yeah. Really, really enjoy this episode, guys. And thank everyone for listening. Thank you. Thank you, thank you.